0: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. is TalkSport Daily. Hello,
1: happy Sunday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein, and we start today's show by looking back on a crazy game day on Talk Sport as Man City claimed the Derby bragging rights, who cares? But no one really cares about that game anyway. Chelsea were held to a surprise draw at home to Burnley, and Norwich got their first win of the season. That can't be... That is... They is... Blimey. Here's how it all sounded. We are underway in the Manchester derby. Seller's got
2: it now. He's right-footed cross. He's deep towards the far post and it's poked in at the near post and it's a goal from Bernardo Silva and not even David De Gea knows how that stuck in beyond him. Booze for a listless, lifeless performance from
3: Manchester United. It's Manchester United nil, Manchester City two. You understand the critics. Of course, we've lost two games against Liverpool and City. I'm not blind and i'm not uh, deaf i can i've seen what's happened uh, but i believe in myself i believe in the coaching staff we need to start believing that we can do it players staff everyone uh, fans because uh, this club will always bounce back and uh, when we play watford we'll be ready
2: it's two key he scores he stands the goalkeeper
0: the wrong way norwich city lead 2-0 is this the afternoon they think pick-
3: League of the season. Let's be honest, against the top three, we didn't have a chance, but all the other games were close, were, were tight. We were there with goalless draws or so lost the games with one goal quite often, also unlucky. And uh, today, yeah, we're able then to, to bring our lead over the line. And it,
4: of course, it feels great to have this first win.
0: Joshua Gallagher, put it to the box! It's deflected
3: in! Connor Gallagher! And that surely must be there. It's Chelsea one, Burnley one, Burnley equaliser totally against the run of play. Matty Vidro, the substitute, latching onto a knockdown by Jay Rodriguez in the box to force the ball home. Post-Clark knocks it down, and there's Isaac Hayden to volley Newcastle
0: back on level terms! How about that?
1: Now as you heard there, the Pressure ramped up on Manchester United. Manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer after their 2-0 defeat at home to local rivals Man City in the early kick-off on Talksport. No one really cares about that anyway. Shortly we'll hear the best of the reaction from game day, if you can call it best of reaction. But here's the former United assistant manager Steve McLaren, who believes time is running out for Solskjaer after their latest defeat.
2: Michael Oliver brings... The game to a close and puts Manchester
3: United out of their misery. He's had a bad week, course, he's going to have a bad yeah. fortnight because the pressure's really mounting now. I understand the critics, of course. We, we've lost two games against Liverpool and City. This is the period where managers out of work are looking, uh, managers in work are fearing, and Ole will fear that.
4: For me, you can no longer call that game a derby anymore. Derbies are where it's tight, you know, teams are putting in tackles. Not one Manchester United player made a tackle. Honestly, it was embarrassing from um, every single Manchester United player.
2: Booze for a listless, lifeless performance from Manchester
3: United. He's had opportunities to win things. And I know as a manager, you you are nothing until you win something. I'm not blind and I'm not uh, deaf. I can, I've seen what's happened, Uh, but I believe in myself, I believe in the coaching staff.
4: That was a game that for me was embarrassing for Manchester United. I think this is his final year to win something. Win
3: something, they can really go on and dominate.
2: Bridging the gaps in the defence is the utmost priority because unless Manchester United do that, they are going to sink
3: like a stone. That is not a top four team. Top four teams play football from the back to take free kicks, play long, hit Ronaldo. It just doesn't happen. Probably players have been damaged by the last time we were here. Manchester is blue. The gap between City and United is as wide as the
2: famous Manchester ship canal is long. There's still a long way to go in the season, but at this present
4: moment, they are miles away from it. It was embarrassing for Manchester United and honestly, Manchester will be blue for a long time. <laughs> David, we're just getting some breaking news
0: here as well, that Norwich have sacked Daniel Farker. Now, this is probably going to surprise a lot of people after they got their first win of the season earlier today. Well,
4: I mean, that is a surprise. Things are so tight down there, and you look at the result there, winning winning today, you know, they're five points off um, Leeds in 17th place, with winnable games coming up, and that would give the players such a lift. So, a really strange decision for me. You
2: know, I guess the Norwich one is has got a lot of headlines of late, hasn't it, in terms of, you know, Shukweb is saying, you know, they're disappointed. They thought with the signings they made, they should be doing better. So you always think, oh, hang on a minute, really?
4: I think it's strange. I feel that the decision to sack him was probably made before the game already. I think it's strange. And I think it just shows how much of a shambles things are at Norwich.
1: Elsewhere, Antonio Conte will, of course, take charge of his first Premier League game as Spurs boss as they travel to Everton. Shortly, we'll hear from former Spurs players Jamie O'Hara and Jason Cundy, as well as Simon Jordan. But first is Conte himself, who believes this is up there as one of his biggest challenges in management. Five goals, three red cards, and Antonio Conte now knows what it is truly like to be a Tottenham manager. Spurs three, Vitesse Arnhem two. This
0: is a big challenge, a big, big challenge. He is an elite manager.
2: He will be able to go toe-to-toe at the management table with Tuchel, with Klopp, with Guardiola. But Is he going to be given the second part of the component, which he must have, which is the ingredients to make the recipe that will be able to compete with those guys? He's very
0: good at working what he's got, uh, and I fully expect him to turn that around at, uh, at Tottenham right now. We need to work. We need to work a lot. To improve many aspects,
2: he is one of the very best managers out there, and he will definitely, definitely, one hundred percent make Spurs a better team. The truth is, though, you're still Spurs. Every
4: Spurs fan to be over the moon with uh, getting, a, getting a manager of his calibre instantly. Instantly, you can see the passion, you can see the fitness, you can see the intensity. Needed to improve, and uh, there is
1: a, lo- a lot of space for for, for improvement in uh, in
0: this team he loves hard work if you see him from the sideline the way that he's cajoling and he orchestrates and he, he drags his teams into positions uh, we're going to see a lot of that we have to improve in many aspects but for sure we have to work together
4: you know I, I'm sure Tottenham fans will be very very confident now maybe they can get their trophy what yeah. they want if
2: Conte is given a billion pounds I would wager you that he will rattle the cages of Man City but it's, we, it's difficult to see Daniel mm. Levy you know, becoming a chameleon.
4: We know that we will play against a very good team, so we cannot uh, forget about that. And uh, Conte is a uh, manager with uh, experience. They have some good players. For me, every time is exciting to play top managers because every every game is a challenge for us to try to understand their dynamic and try to understand what we can do to, to, to win that game. It's not fair
0: to tell uh, we want to do this uh, or we want to reach this. Spurs now have, have finally made uh, a really, truly great appointment I think once they lost Pochettino they went backwards a little bit yeah. um, now they can strike forward but he'll need to be supported but for now it's about working with what he's got and he's probably as good a manager as Annie in able to do that
1: Moving on to cricket now and England qualified for the semi-finals of the T20 World Cup despite losing to South Africa how's that work? Oh, don't know Here's the best reaction from the England camp as well as the former England fast bowler Steve hammy Harmison, who spoke on the following on podcast don't you know
4: yeah, we're not going to be at our best every game, but we do need to find ways to win. Obviously, if one of your premium batsmen goes down. That, that does hurt you. And also, on the other hand, you've other guys that, that haven't batted a lot in the tournament, came in, struck the ball really well, um, which is a great sign, obviously, for, for the semi-final.
3: The overriding concern is that of Jason Roy. You know, he hobbled off. I mean, we've just seen Tamar Mills hobble off, never to return, and the fear is... Roy's about to do the same thing.
4: Yeah, he's unbelievably important. Um, he, he's a guy who epitomises everything that we are about in the changing room and the way that we play. I
2: feel sorry for him because, because of how hard he's worked to improve his game, to, to sort of fall at the hurdle of just before the semi-final because of a calf injury is, is heartbreaking for the kid. I
4: feel pretty good. Some of the hardest parts of the tournament or tournaments that I've played in the past have been group stage games. Very happy that we're through to the semi-final. The length
2: we have to bowl has to be absolutely bang on and that is something that maybe the England bowlers will be thinking about going into that semi-final right we're slightly off there but we know the lengths we know the areas we want to bowl and we're going to nail them and I think that will stand them in good stead for next week.
1: Elsewhere rugby's Autumn nation series continued with wins for England and Ireland but Wales lost to the world champions South Africa in Cardiff. Here's all the best bits as we brought you four back to back to back to back one two Yeah games on Talksport
3: It is the Centurion It's Johnny Sexton who gets us underway. As Ireland look for their
2: next try. Oh, and it's Johnny Sexton on the occasion of his 100th cap. Johnny Sexton surges past the Japanese defence. It was very impressive from Ireland, I think. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised that um, with the scoreline in the end. I think as does everyone, because I thought this would be
3: a much tighter game. Jamie
2: George is the link man to Stewart. Stewart out to the left-hand side. Johnny May for the corner. And Johnny May with the ash flash celebration. England's
0: third try. Tonga struggled a bit in the second half. Uh,
3: Lacked a bit of pace and probably a bit of fitness and we capitalised on that But I was pleased with the, the effort that we showed The ability to keep doing the simple things well You know, we probably left four tries out there But, uh, yeah, no, reasonably positive, mate Now Tonga report that back
0: down, Jamie George has got over and scored It would have been a penalty try anyway, I think, there that, that Jamie
2: George has made sure he's got over yeah, goosebumps a bit thinking about it Look, I, you know, there, uh, there was a time there where I didn't think I'd ever get this opportunity again So... Um, to be here in front of so many
4: people, in front of my family,
2: uh, meant a lot.
1: As South Africa now, have it, back with Marks, oh, yeah, keeping
2: one
3: ever one closer one. towards the line on the angle. Over the goal, the referee raises the arm. South Africa, sheer power driving them towards the line. That's the night line. drama brought to and you by the the Gox,
0: 2. Very disappointing for
2: the result, the forwards, obviously, because we're in their Congratulations. Game. Um, yeah, the boys fought for everything. They were right on the edge in terms of the legality side of the game. and a uh, c- couple of times we, uh, we had indiscretions.
3: One man to beat skids over the try line and it is a try for France. Their first of the game on their seventh phase inside the Argentinian 22 and it's Thibaut Flamon, the debutant in the second row. More rugby for you on the TalkSport network. You love to see it. It's been a brilliant
0: day of rugby on TalkSport 2. We've capped it off with a brilliant night of rugby
1: So that's it for another podcasting thing. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, wherever you get your podcast. from. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. I'm back on Monday afternoon alongside Darren Goff for drive time. Yeah, Monday afternoon. Don't adjust your clocks. Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. There will, of course, be another one, these Andy Gostin TalkSport daily podcasts out firstly in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe.
2: was a podcast from TalkSport.
0: only from
1: Rustolium